On this episode of the Big O Podcast, I am joined by motivational and fitness entrepreneur, Marcus Smith, aka That Motivated Kid. We talk about creating a unique platform in an oversaturated space, how losing oneself is the beginning of finding out just who you really are, why harnessing the energy from those in his inner circle keeps him motivated, and how the Lost and Found podcast is just the beginning of something very special. This is the Big O Podcast. and welcome back for another episode of the Big O Podcast. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, Mr. Marcus Smith, a.k.a. That Motivated Kid. Marcus, happy Thanksgiving. How are you doing today, my friend? To be honest with you, I'm absolutely amazing. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me to open up everything. Um, we've been in contact for quite some time now. and Yes, we have. Making it happen. So um, that's the most important thing. Again, of all things, Happy Thanksgiving to all my Canadians as well. And happy Thanksgiving to you, my man. You deserve it. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, listen, we, uh, I think this is episode 21. I think we started connecting after Cabby. So yes. that's 17 episodes ago. I want to say it takes us back to probably like March or April. And we've talked about doing this for, for some time. And I like that. I get to, we get to build sort of together, which is one of your famous themes that I'm sort of going to steal from you today because you really are a builder. Thank you. And you and you build yourself. Yep. You build the people around you and you build a community. And for anyone who doesn't know who you are, forget Marcus Smith right now. I want to talk about that motivated kid. I want to talk about the motivational man behind the powerful messages that you give to your audience each and every single day. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot for one individual person to do that kind of thing. Yep. You put yourself out there a lot and you open yourself up to criticism, fatigue, mm -hmm. and a needing to grow all of the time. So let's start from the beginning. All right. Who is that motivated kid? That motivated kid is that motivated kid. And Marcus Smith is Marcus Smith. So if I really want to actually put the distinction between both of them, they're seamlessly transitioned between two. And it's just, it's such a pleasure to actually be able to share my message on such a broad scale, um, a wonderful means of social media, if you actually think about it that way. And it's just a matter of, you know, me having the passion to actually see growth in everybody and anyone. Um, you know, if I'm helping one person today, that is the actual goal that I'm looking to do. And it's just a matter, like you said, from the very beginning, like, you know, if I wanted to sum myself up in one word, it would be just strictly energy. Um, for those of you guys that do not know me, Energy is Marcus and Marcus is energy. Let's say it again, because it is true. But yeah, ultimately as it is, it's just a matter of just, you know, being the change that you wish to see in the world. That's one of the major things that, you know, I've been introduced to um, recently and I continue to study it every single day. And it's a general application that I'm looking to bring into my life. Not only my life, sorry, but also the lives of others. Um, it's a choice that you can make and you have the opportunity to do so at any point in time. So, you know, introducing the positive energy that you want to see in your everyday life that's me. And also it can be you. So that's generally where I will lead off for the time being. Marcus, you are a very easy person to follow. 
you speak very well, your energy is there, and everything that you do was on purpose. It's very calculated, it's well thought out, it's mm-hmm. planned. And anybody who follows you on social media will know that. Uh, your energy is real, Yep. right? And we see it each and every day with your posts. So I want to talk about when did you first find yourself as that motivated kid? When did it become a platform that you said, listen, I need to share this with people around me because people need this and I need to be there for those people. I'll put it to you as this way. The answer itself is in the question. You asked me, the, you asked me simply, when did I find out that I was Marcus Smith? When I lost Marcus Smith himself. That's okay. when I discovered exactly who I was. Um, I don't mean to flip it in that type of way. No, hey, I'm sorry. Go for it, man. I'm sorry, everybody. It's all but- good. <laughs> Um, the answer itself is in, it's within the question, um, you know, going through, you know, trials and tribulations, turmoil, um, the experiences that I've been through personally speaking, you know, like, Hey, first year soccer, great. Amazing. As it is, you're known as the athlete second year, you don't make it. What happens next? Uh, reality crisis, whatever you want to think of it and that type of thing. But it's a matter of, you have to find true purpose and you have to find who exactly you are deep down when you're faced against adversity that's exactly when you find out what you're truly made of. And for me, university was that pinnacle point. And it's just a matter, I would say, if you want, generally speaking, the actual point would be university, second university. And just, you know, going through exactly what I've been through, not being able to play soccer, um, not really knowing what to do with myself. I had to find something. And the way that I motivated myself is completely unique to me. I completely understand that. The steps that I have taken are completely unique, but the process and the vision behind everything is ultimately going to be the exact same thing that you're going to see as well today. And that vision is heading forward. So the one thing that I always look to do is, Hey, pick up your head, look forward. Cause that's the only direction that you're looking to go in. And just, you know, ultimately speaking, you can actually create so much change in your life today. It's just a matter of actually reaching your darkest point at some points, right? Reaching your darkest point and looking and saying, okay, Hey, there really is nowhere else to go other than up. And sometimes that desperation, sometimes that actual, you know, the surge of energy that comes about that, that's ultimately sometimes you need though. In the midst of, sorry, in the midst of difficulty lies opportunity. That's one of the biggest quotes that I've come to understand. That's one of the biggest, you know, if you want to think of it, messages that I repeat to myself on a regular basis. P.S. Repeat messages to yourself. It's completely okay. You're reinforcing positive energy. So that's exactly what I would say for that. I lost myself in order to find myself later on. Lost and found, another key that we will come back to a little bit later on today. Come full circle. But I mean, you said some really important things, right? Sometimes it takes hitting rock bottom for you to find out just who you are. Mm -hmm. Because when everything is going well, sometimes you don't learn. It's hard to grow when you're just consistently successful. And sometimes you have to fail. And you have to fail after being successful. Because you need to know what it's like to lose something so that you have the motivation, the fire to be able to regain it. And so Absolutely. you bring up first year university, you take the world by storm when it comes to soccer, right? Everything is going well. Everything is perfect. It's how you drew it up. Yep. Second year, not so much. Mm-hmm. And so in those tough times, right? Tough times don't last, but tough people do. You know, a quote that you most recently posted on your Instagram, but it's right. a very important one because- yeah. You know, we're in the midst of a pandemic right now. COVID-19 is is hit everybody, whether you're a professional, whether you're president, whether you Literally. are 
literally, literally. whether, <laughs> you know, you have your own mom and pop shop, whatever it is, you know, mental health, awareness, mental health, physical health, yep. emotional health, everyone has been affected by this. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, pro- this is a, a pretty prominent message right now that the dark, the night is darkest right before the dawn. It's, it's going to be a podcast full of quotes today. I just feel it. I feel like between you and me, that's it. And so, you know, it, it does take hitting that rock bottom for you to find yourself. And so it's easy to quit. It's easy to not want to be able to move forward. It's very easy to say, this is my life now. And I'm just going to, you know, be down here when I really should be up here. Right. And what is it that you found in yourself? What was it that was the turning point for you to say, listen, this is what's happened to me and it sucks. Mm -hmm. But, it's time to rise like a phoenix from the ashes mm-hmm. and elevate myself to where I know I should be. The bigger picture. That's ultimately what I would say. Uh, you can't frame a state. Well, you can, have a, you can have a state of mind. I understand that. But you can't frame yourself within the actual picture and expect to live bigger than what the actual picture itself is. Um, you know, at the end of life, the way that I look at it, I, I want to, yes, look at a frame and be able to look at it and see like, okay, this is the life of Marcus. But in order to that, you have to learn certain aspects, learn how to paint, learn different types of visions that you have to, that you want to incorporate within that actual picture itself in order to portray, hey, this is Marcus Smith. But in terms directly to your question, in regards to, you know, when or what exactly was to be the flame that, you know, just to rise up and be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to actually create the change that I wish to see. It was just a matter of being, being Marcus and being true to self and not letting, you know, the situation that was presented in front of me, unfortunately, being, you know, misjudged in terms of fitness or anything of that sort, that's fine. But just not letting the situation dictate exactly who I'm going to be. Um, you know, the situation is the situation. The situation is not Marcus Smith. You can be the right. solution, but you will not be the, you'll not be the problem. Right. Right. And let's okay. get that straight right from the very beginning. Right. You can be the, the problem is there. But you know what? I'd rather be the solution. So. You know, looking and exploring, finding new things, taking on new tasks. It's actually funny enough. Tomorrow, whenever, uh, tomorrow from this day, actually, I will be posting something about trying new things. And that is exactly what, you know, a lot of people need to do, especially in reference to COVID-19, right? COVID-19 has placed one of the bare essentials that you can actually use in your everyday life to create change. And what is it? It's time. Time has placed itself in the palm of your hands. Use it properly use it wisely the world is slowed down so is your life make calculated moves and make sure you position yourself in optimal position in order to move forward now it's interesting because the i I, i've talked about this a few times with some of my previous guests and Mm -hmm. and and friends that COVID 19 is like the ultimate glass half full glass half empty scenario yep and it you can look at it in one of two ways that this is an awful thing and my you know it's terrible what's going on and poor me and poor us and all of these kind of negative things. Mm -hmm. Or you can look at it as this is a perfect time. As you said, time is slowed down. You have the opportunity to make changes that you may not have necessarily made when you had, you know, the busy nine to five schedule, the grind of everything being scheduled, going to the gym, going to the movies, playing all of the sports, you know, going to the bars, going, doing whatever it is that you guys would normally be doing during this time. Mm -hmm. And so we come from two different backgrounds, but I think found the same yeah. thing during this time. Yeah. You are the young buck who has a lovely girlfriend, 
who just recently celebrated an anniversary with. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, and so you have this really busy lifestyle mm-hmm. because of everything that you're trying to do, your fitness, your athletics, your motivation, and still hold down a full-time job with Under Armour. Yep. And then you have me who's sort of been coasting a little bit since December of last year where I've been on parental leave with my two young daughters. Mm-hmm. And I've had the benefit of being able to enjoy my family and being able to spend more quality time than we normally would with programs yeah. or going to the mall or being inundated with all of these other things that sort of took away from that family time that we so needed. Yeah. And I can tell you right now that the bond between my girls and my wife, our tight knit little family has never been stronger. Mm-hmm. And to break some news to anybody who, you know, who's paying attention and who's listening. We uh, recently just found out that uh, March or sorry, May of 2021, we will be bringing in a third chapter to our young family. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's, you, you just have to find the right use for your time. Yep. And there are no more excuses. And excuses are unfortunately the things that fuel laziness, I want to say, or fear, maybe. But right now, it's time for all of us to use your message. Yeah. yeah. Get that energy going. Find your passion and work towards it. And so how has it been? Because you've been working with Under Armour. All of this time yep, from home while still trying to build your brand. How have you balanced those two huge things in your life? The passion, passion, the vision, <laughs> and the it. dream. That's what I would tell you. Um, you know, the company itself, you know, one of their main pillars is celebrate the wins and, you know, celebrating the smallest way possible, all collectively, you know, just all collectively, sorry accumulating to something extremely big and something extremely special, something special that you want to make or anything that you want to make special is exactly going to be that it will be special. Understand that. But in that case, it's a matter of, you know, juggling the two. It's a, it's a, it's a good problem. And there is such things, there are such things, sorry, as good problems. And, you know, it's the passion that I have with the brand under armor and the passion that I have with that motivated kid. I'll put it to you this way for anybody on team UA that is watching they just fit together perfectly. Um, you know, like I, you know, so a lot of people don't like the word perfect, but let's say this, they're on the same track, they're on the same path and they're heading in the same direction. Let's, that's probably the more appropriate way to say it for some people, but um, yeah, it's, it's honestly just falling in love with the dream. I've actually mentioned that many times before and, you know, I could not honestly be more happy with what current, what currently is transpiring in my life. I'm growing. Um, I'm, I'm growing absolutely every single day. Um, you know, my job, the brand itself, they're both making strides forward in order to create change. And I think that's one of the most important things that, you know, it's not a matter of likes, right? It's you right. Know, on Instagram. It's not a matter of comments. I'll put it to you this way to end this little segment right here. It's I'll leave, I'll sum it up as this Instagram forgot likes. And so can you. <laughs> Mic drop. I like I like that. That's that's nice. Mike that's drop. actually really nice. Now, I mean, your building of your brand and your work with Under Armour and my family has sort of been the complication between us being able to connect much sooner. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. schedules just have not aligned. Mm-hmm. Our schedules have sort of put us on different paths, but have brought us together now. And, and it almost feels as if this is the right time 
for us to be connecting. I like to believe that everything happens for a reason. Yep. And we weren't meant to do the podcast and connect when we were supposed to, Mm -hmm. but we're here now. And so I want to talk a little bit about you. Yeah. And I want to talk about how you use sports Mm. in your life to get you to where you are now, to build your platform. What pillars of sports have you used from athletics to Mm -hmm. your everyday life? I'm ready for this. Focus, application, and consistency. Ooh, there we go. All right. Mom, you happy about that one? She's happy about that one. Um, Yeah. One of the things that, you know, my mom, you know, my mom's a major influence in my life. And um, one of the major things that we sat down during my time while playing competitive soccer was breaking down, you know, and analyzing the actual sport itself and seeing how that transitioned into life skills. I'm sure every parent should do that. Yes. That's a, that's an absolute prime thing to do. Put your kids in sports and understand the relationship between life and sports. Yep. Again, life and sports because they're very intertwined and trust me, it makes your life a lot easier to parent. I'm not a parent yet, but it makes your life a lot easier. Um, yeah. If you look at it, you know, focus application and consistency back on track, focus, focusing on the actual task at hand that you have, you know, for me personally, directly applying it to myself, it's, you know, the, the means of actually focusing on the goal, um, seeing or setting sights on the vision or what I'm sorry, setting sights on what I'm actually seeing in within my vision and whatever I'm going to be chasing Staying on track, making sure that, you know, no matter what, as it is, there is no distraction. There's only the object, the, uh, the objective, and I'm going to be tackling it and going like straight forward at all costs. Um, application, taking action. Simple as that. Literally, everybody can take action. It's either you do or you don't, right? I'd rather be the simple of the two because it's easier to actually implement into your life. And without anything knowing, it happens without you even noticing it. Action, do, not don't. And consistency, um, you know, it ties all everything all together, as you mentioned from before, full circle, right? Consistency keeps everything going. It's a, it's a means of literally, you know, as I mentioned from before, falling in love with the dream, right? To get to that point, to fall in love with the dream, that is the driving force in order to re- and make sure that, you know, it's a reoccurring theme. You're going to head forward. You keep going forward. You keep going forward. I mentioned also in regards to whether or not, you know, it was um, the, you know, the repeating words to yourself and everything of that sort. Hey, for one of my soccer teams, we said the Lord's Prayer every single time. We also did it as a team collectively. What did that what did that actually like inspire? That inspired a lot of collective thought, a lot of clarity, a lot of you know camaraderie, a lot of you know um, positive energy in regards to okay, cool. Hey, together everybody can achieve more. Team, catch it, team. Yes. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, as it is, it's it's just the means, you know, sport is a beautiful thing. And if you're not looking at sport in a specific way, you're really missing out because it's it's a means for growth in so many individual ways that are just, you know, they're not limited to each individual person. They're collective and they're, tra- you know, they literally can, you know, just trans, they can probably apply to everybody, I would say, actually, because the only way you're not going to be seeing it is if you're not playing. I like that. Now, shout out to your mom. Shout out to my mom. Moms, moms are the best. Moms are the ones who somehow figure out a way to find the right things for their children. Yep. And, you know, it was my mom who, you know, very similar to yours, you know, put me into sports and athletics at a young age and taught me more than just, you know, soccer or baseball or tennis, but taught me how to be the man, the partner, the dad, the husband that I am today. Taught me discipline, taught me responsibility, 
mm-hmm. taught me accountability. Yep. And those are things that I feel outside of sports may take a little bit longer for you to develop. Mm-hmm. But at, you know, five, six, seven years old, you know, you miss an assignment, you mess up on a play, it could ultimately lead to you, you know, giving up a goal or losing a yep. point or, or anything like that. And you start to feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. And the thing with pressure is pressure makes diamonds. And so you will learn from the mistakes more than the successes yep. on how to be better or how to accomplish a goal, to conquer a new task. Now, right. you've already mentioned soccer is your sport. Yep. Now, I want to go back a little bit further. So yeah. we, we've talked a little bit about, you know, university year one, year two. I want to go back to, let's say, high school. And the reason I'm bringing up high school is because <laughs> you, <laughs> you see, yeah, I, I wasn't it. sure yeah, if you were yeah, going to yeah. remember. I did it now. I got it. Yeah, yeah. High school. I, you know, I did a podcast uh, a few, maybe about a, a month or two ago with uh, a good friend of mine named uh, Julio Ramirez. Shout out Julio. Uh, baseball stud aficionado yeah. from Northern. And when you saw that, you know, I had known Julio and I had him on the podcast, you yeah. – had, you know, figured out like, oh, you guys know each other. Well, you ask Julio how he knows me or how we know each other. And I was like, this is like the most ridiculous thing ever. It's like, is there some sort of like beef? Is something going to like break out now? Just the way you said it, I was like, okay, no. I'm interested. Right. And that's something that you do very well. You keep us on the hook. You yeah. want us wanting more. Yeah. And so what is it about? your connection with with Julio and high school because there's a few bones that I got to pick with you and high school's not not the main one we're going to talk about soccer teams in a minute and I got big problems with your arsenal but let's take it to high school what (laughs) what is it about yeah yeah get out of here get out of here what is it about high school what is it about you know the sports that you did and how do you know Julio and and where does this competitive rivalry come from well First off, ladies and gentlemen, York Mill CI is better than Northern Secondary School. Oh, oh boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This might be the last podcast I could ever do. I think I just lost all of my listeners who heard that. Just to let everybody know, I'm going to be taking over the blog or the big old podcast. I'm sorry, the big seal podcast. I do apologize. (laughs) You know, it's been signed sealed, but hey, yeah. But no, um, Julio. First of all, shout out to Julio. He's amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> Julio, you are my favorite month. You are my favorite month. Okay? <laughs> if you guys want to check out his IG, you guys will uh, understand exactly what that is. This episode, was totally worth it. What episode uh, was that? It was episode, I want to say like 15, I think I had Julio. So like maybe six episodes ago. Episode 15. Okay. Yeah. Check his IG, <laughs> you'll get that reference. But no, um, you know, hey. I'm more than a soccer player. I played baseball. I played uh, I played baseball in high school. Um, okay. I never actually played outside of school. Probably okay. should have. Um, I had offers and everything of that sort. I just turned it down because I fell in, I fell in love with soccer. But you know, it literally was a means of. It's actually crazy. Like the same way that I met you, is the way that I met Julio. It was just on. For, it was on the baseball field, and it was right. a matter of like you know, I knew somebody else on his team. Gotcha. We just came across being friends. Right. I remember he played in the infield and it was a matter of like, oh, okay, like you're you're on second base. And it was just, hey, how you doing, man? He's like, oh, you know, happy to be out of school. And I'm just like, (laughs) true, same here. (laughs) Um, And this, you know, it just, it sort of sparked up. We met at a couple parties in high school and everything of that sort. It was just, it was a vibe, right? It's the same thing as we have here. We have a positive vibe 
And, you know, if you're able to identify that from the very beginning, that's a blessing. And that's right. exactly what it is here. This is a positive vibe and it's a blessing. <laughs> um, so in, in, in regards to that, it's just, you know, it, he was a great guy. Uh, still is a great guy, no matter what, as it is. When I saw him on the, on the podcast episode, I reached out to him, asked my questions, as you mentioned. <laughs> and yeah, you know, the conversation, it was, it was never dull. It was as if like yeah. we, we spoke yesterday. Um, and that's just, you know, speaking testament to exactly who, as a person who he is. And that kind of came along with, who you were too. So, you know, like, kudos to you on that one for sure. Too. <laughs> now I want to switch gears because you led me to my next topic very, very well. Now you said something about positive vibes. Yep. Now positive vibes. Listen, when everyone is on that same vibe, it's great. Well-oiled machine. It's flawless, right? Everyone's part of the same community. But when the vibes are a little bit shifted, when everyone's not on the same level, mm -hmm. that's where some challenges can come up. And the reason I want to bring this up is because a few days ago, I want to say within the last week, you know, we were messaging back and forth. Yep. You had stuff going on. I had stuff going on. And I misread a message or took the tone a little bit different mm -hmm. from what you were putting out to me. Yeah. And, and I, and I said, listen, I'm like, uh, I apologize. You know, this is, you know, what's been going on. Yep. And you said, listen, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I had a bad day yep. at work. Mm -hmm. And What's important is that, you know, as much as you are a motivator, you are human. Absolutely. You go through the same emotions, the same challenges that we go through, maybe not on the same level, but a different thing. Mm -hmm. We sometimes look at people like you who use your platform for such positive energy, mm -hmm. such motivational energy mm -hmm. as the pillar, the pedestal. And we forget sometimes that even you can have an off day. Absolutely. Even you have to switch it off. Mm -hmm. And even you need to be motivated. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is how do you stay motivated when motivation isn't being kind to you? Wow. That's actually very good. Um, first of all, you know, thank you for actually speaking to me or reaching out to me when you did and understand exactly where I was coming from. You know, that in itself speaks to your character. So in, before I speak anything on myself, you are, or you were the motivation and continue to be the motivation that I need in order to move forward. Right. So again, you are the answer to the question. Um, and I, no, I'll appreciate to say that. that because it, it honestly is the truth. Right. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on camera and I'm on, on, on your podcast. I'm not just yeah. in it because it is, but that is exactly it. And I've said it twice now. Um, you are the motivation that I look to, you know, reaching out and being like, Hey, you know what? Like this message actually did touch me today. Mind you, if I get, again, I mentioned from before, if you get 200 likes, great job. But if yeah. I have one person tell me that, hey, that message touched me, let's talk about it. That, that's it. That is yeah. all. That's it. Done. Zit. <laughs> Zil. Nil. Zero. That is it. If I inspire one person to create change in their life today, that is all I need. I will not stop. It's literally that clear. And it is literally that simple. Um, motivators need motivation too. You said it yourself. Right. And, you know, I had an off day. I absolutely had an off day. And, you know, I'm human. People have off days and it's a means of looking at, you know, taking a step back and understanding exactly where you are, making the calculated steps, understanding, visualizing and seeing where you currently are, surveying the playing field and being like, OK, cool. This is where I am. This is where I am. And that is where I want to go. It's understanding exactly who you are, where you are, who you want to be and what you're going to do next, because your next step is the biggest thing. So, you know, bad days happen. Yes, they do. You're human. 
I'm human, but what do I do in order to push through? I push through, but I push through in a smart, effective, and calculated way. That's what I would say for everybody listening. It's very easy, but a lot of people miss the process. It's very simple, very easy. And, you know, reaching out to everybody that you want to, that everyone, anybody that does reach out to you, that's even, that's a blessing. Those are good people. That is good vibes. You mentioned community. That is the little community right here. We want to be here. We don't want to be out here because we're not in the picture. Quote, unquote, not even in the picture. You can't see this. We want to be in the community. That is the most important thing. So positive community, positive vibes, positive people. That's exactly the cure. And, you know, that is exactly the cure for a negative day. And it's it's tough. It's you have so much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. You have your videos that you're filming, your constantly coming up with content you're constantly building what you want i've been on your website i want to say like maybe five or six times maybe even more since we first started talking i can't tell you how many times that that website has changed i can't tell you how many times things are not where they used to be or things are labeled different because you're constantly working Yep. You're constantly working, you're constantly filming, you're constantly recording, you're constantly still having to do the, everything that a regular person has to do. You still got to pay bills, still got to go to work, still got to go to the gym. Absolutely. And so it's, it's hard. You take on a lot. And often people in your position who have people looking up to them for motivation or mm-hmm. fitness goals or athletic goals or whatever it is, even if it's just positive vibes, yep. it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure and it's a good thing that you're constantly working out because you have to have the shoulders to hold on to that. And anyone who's watching right now can see, there it is, there it is. And we've seen more fitness videos as of late. Yep. And the one thing that I really love about your platform is that you're 100% about engagement. You're about engagement and what do you want to hear? What do you want to see? What do you want to learn? What do you want to do together? Mm -hmm. And in a time where it's very easy to put up walls yep you are breaking those walls down you are building bridges and you are inviting everybody over for a fiesta and it takes a lot to do that Mm -hmm. i want to know what has been the most positive message that you have received from someone who you have affected with your videos your messaging your wording or you reaching out to further dive into something that they made a comment about. You saved my life. <laughs> I okay. I mean that that that's a lot to unpack for such a small <laughs> sentence. I mean that that I'm I kid you not. Yeah. Like yeah. that was the message. Like you saved my life. And what do you feel? Like so you you get this message, you're told you saved my life. Mm-hmm. And you know, where are you? when you receive this message and what is going through your head? I think a lot of people would actually understand, you know, the people that are close and around me. If I tell them, Hey, like, you know what? I got to, I got to take this message. Yeah. They generally understand exactly what, how serious and how severe the situation is. Um, I actually remember getting that message and it was a matter of like, you know, I look at my phone, I'm actually at work at previous, previous life. Tell us. And, um, I'm with the customer and I get that message and it's like, Hey, you know what? Like, honestly, like, sorry, I I, I have a call. It's not a call, but it's a call that I'm going to make. 
So I made the call. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Oh, yeah, man, things are tough. Not going to mention all his names. Things are tough. Things are rough. Things are in a very dark place. And it's like, okay, cool. You know what? Don't worry. I'll be your light. Right? That that threw the person off. Whoa. Right. Right. That right there. I'll be your light. Wait, wait, wait. What? Huh? I'll be your light. I was pretty like, oh, it's okay. Or like, no, it's just like I'm gonna address yeah. it head on. Like, you know, I see the problem. I'm the solution. That's me. Um, yeah, just you know, hearing that, and then you know, it was it was a suicidal um actual means of uh possible potential course of action. Right. And you know, just you know, being that change and just you know what you feel. It's um, it's a sense of gratitude, and to quote LeBron, "This job not done." It's really not because you know, as soon as I bring somebody out of the pit, I'm not finished. I'm not no. finished bringing somebody out of the pit. I'm looking to build a, you know, fill in the hole, build over the hole, build a bigger house. You know, that's that's more so what I'm doing. I'm not looking at this. You know, I'm not looking at step one. I'm looking at step two, three, four, five, six, and however far you want to take it. Right. Um, I think that's a little bit more insightful. That's kind of just you know me as a person, and that's exactly what I look to do. I don't look to, I don't look to strictly just address the problem. I will address the problem. Absolutely. hundred percent, but I'll actually build a means of not for it not to happen again. Right. Right. Um, I think that's, that's, it's, 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 I actually credit you on this question because I definitely think this is a major point that I had, um, you know, being more than a motivator, being supporter. That's more so what I would say. Um, motivating and speaking is great. Absolutely. But there comes a time where you have to reinforce the ideas and support. Right. Um, I think that is a much bigger job than just simply getting a positive message outside, keeping the positive energy alive. I think that's a bigger, bigger, bigger job for sure. I mean, we just had mental health, like awareness day and it was, it was a big thing, man. You, you were putting out a lot of positive messaging and, and it's hard. Mental health awareness is one of the most challenging things because it's not about what's on the surface. Yep. It's not about the smiles and the likes and the, hey, how are you? It's about what people are really going through. And we went through in COVID one of the toughest times for people who had some of their, I, wanna, I don't want to say partnerships. I'm trying to think of the word. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the people who had support systems yep. crumble because of it, whether it was seeing friends or family or having someone to talk to or getting out of the house because – they were claustrophobic inside. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part of life is that sometimes not everybody gets the message that the person who you touched gets. Yeah. Yep, for sure. In high school, I lost two friends to suicide. And mm-hmm. it's one of the hardest things, especially at such a young age. At no age is it easier to deal with. But at such a young age, it's so hard. And it affects you know, a 16 or 17-year-old as, you know, what could I have done? How did I not see this? And that's a lot of pressure for a 16 or 17-year-old mm-hmm. to think about. But doesn't even compare to the pressure that a 16 or 17-year-old has when it, they contemplate taking their own life. Yeah, sure. Let alone the person that you helped or the many people who unfortunately suffer from, you know, poor mental health. Mm-hmm. And in those situations, we obviously say, listen, if we're here, you know, you're here. I'm here. The one thing I like to do, I like to listen. I love to talk, yeah. but I do love to listen. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think in order to be a good talker, you have to be able to listen. And so what advice can you give to someone right now that maybe is going through a tough time mm-hmm. and they're not sure where to go 
and it may not even be to your platform. Yeah, yeah. But if your overall message to someone who needs a little bit of help and needs a push in the right direction, what would that be? You're not alone. <laughs> That's right. You're literally not alone. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that, you know, personally speaking, um, I've come leaps and bounds in terms of expressing my mental health. And I'm sure that a lot of people could see that on my, on my Instagram page and just throughout the brand itself, you know, just digging deeper than just the surface. I think that's one of the things that, you know, I, I originally had an issue with just, you know, speaking about something, but not telling the story behind it. Right. And that's exactly what you're seeing. Now you're seeing the general application of, okay, cool. Hey, motivated message, Marcus correlating, meeting each other. And here it is for you. That's exactly what you're saying. So, you know, to, to go direct, to go directly at your question and, you know, what would I actually give in terms of a message? One, yes, you're not alone. Two, help is there. And three, it's never over. It's, it really is never over it. Um, you, there's, there's so much positivity behind who you are and what you represent and, you know, the, the life that you can live, it never truly is over until it's never over. Cause I can't even give an answer. <laughs> And that's, that's literally a testament to it. It's, it's a means of, you know, being comfortable, reaching out to individual people, find somebody that you're able to speak to, having that conversation. And, you know, it, it also, it goes both ways. You know, others looking out for the signs, looking out, you know, having genuine conversation. We had Mental Health Awareness Day here. Can we please talk about it going forward? Yep. Don't feature it for one day. It's not a throwback Thursday. It's not one a week. It's yep. not once a week. It's not one day a year. It's not one a month. It's not just a month. It's a year. It's yep. an ever going thing. So the one thing that I would love to get across to everybody, continue the conversation. Because whether or not it's not helping you directly at this point in time, it is helping somebody right now. Marcus, I I feel as though you and I are we're just we're on the same wavelength right now because every time I ask you a question, your answer sets me up for where I want to go. And so my question to you now, you mm -hmm. brought it up, you know, find someone who is there to listen. Find someone that will be there for you. Mm -hmm. And you've been there for people. You've been there for those who have reached out to you and asked for your help. But I want to know in your situation, yep. you know, who has motivated you the most in your life, if you had to pick one person, who's motivated me directly? Yeah, it's probably my grandmother. Um, she like no, it. No longer with us. Um, I she passed away when I was months old, fourteen months, ten months old, and okay. you know, I look. I actually think about. It's funny that you bring this up. I think about what I would say to her if she were here, and I know. The one thing that the one, the first, my first sentence to her would be exactly this grandma, I'm going to make it. That's exactly what it would be. And you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting because I think about it all the time. Like if I could have one conversation with her, what would it actually be? And to break it down into, you know, that one sentence, I think that really epitomizes exactly what, you know, me as a person and the future I'm trying to achieve, because it's, it's not a matter of, here and now it's about later and when and right that's I'm, I'm very big on you know vision and you know not necessarily foresight but 
um, yeah, vision and taking the necessary steps, planning and processing, enabling yourself to enable to put yourself in the, you know, the most optimal position, as I mentioned from before to grow. And, you know, it's just, I look at her legacy, you know, if you guys have never heard of it, Eva's place, I don't mean to plug them in Eva's place, Eva's initiatives, homeless shelter, um, the work that she did and the work is being done after is amazing. It's, it's second to none. It's, it's a legacy that, you know, I can never touch. Why? Because I'm building my own. <laughs> right. So do I want to reach the same height? Absolutely. 100%. Do I want to be better? Absolutely. Do I want to touch more lives? Absolutely. But will I ever be Eva Smith? No, I will only be Marcus Smith. And I'm okay and comfortable with that. Because why? I know she'd want me to do the exact same thing. Man, grandmas. <laughs> Listen, uh, again, you know, you gave your mom credit. You gave your grandma credit. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Uh, women, I don't know what it is. And this is no shot at dads or, or guys to begin with. But moms and grandmas seem to just, just they just hit different. Absolutely. You know, it just, they're just, they're just made from a different cloth than we are. Yep. And it doesn't mean that we're not doing good at our jobs, yeah. you know, as dads or husbands mm -hmm. or brothers or whoever, but just moms and grandmas, my, my mom, my grandma, two most important people in my life yep. when it comes to, you know, bringing me to the person I am today. And I mean, obviously they've had very important roles in your life as well. Mm -hmm. Now you were going to ask, you answered my next question, which would have been <laughs> if you had someone who, you know, you could talk to now from any point in life, you know, mm -hmm. who would it be? And obviously, you know, you mentioned your grandma, but I want to flip it now. And I want to say two things. So two-part question here. Mm -hmm. Number one, we're making a movie about Marcus Smith. Okay. AKA that motivated kid. Mm -hmm. You are the casting director. Okay. I need to know, who are you casting as that lead actor? And you can only choose a portion of your life that this film is going to take part in. Who is the lead actor and what do you think is the most pivotal time of your life that you would want to document? Wow. It's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one. A lot to throw at you without any prep. The only reason, no, the only reason why I would say it's tough is because there's so many good candidates. Okay. Not necessarily, so not necessarily the time point because the time point is a story to tell, and for people to okay. understand. That's 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 not a problem. It's All right. So give me give me like the the first three that are like leading in your mind, and then we'll we'll break it down into one. Denzel Washington, hundred percent strong, raw, very strong. Raw motion. Raw motion, telling it exactly as it is. Um, okay. Chadwick Boseman, compassion. Oof. Yep. Compassion, kindness. Um, that's definitely hundred percent. And last, wow, I'll probably have to go Samuel Jackson. All right, so we've decided that we're not making an art house film. <laughs> we are, we are, we are going for the Oscar in this. We one. are, we are going absolutely for the Oscar. And listen, if you listen, if you if you're not aiming to win, I don't know what what you're yeah. doing. So, okay, I like that you picked. Okay, so you pick Denzel, you pick Chadwick Boseman, you pick Samuel Jackson. All very three distinctly different people. Their roles have been different. Characters have been different. Yep. But the one thing that sort of brings them all together is, damn, can they command a screen and portray a character? Yep. Very strong. Yep. Now, one reason for each. You know, why Denzel? Why Chadwick? Why Samuel Jackson? 
and then let's bring it home as to who we think takes the cake. I'll give you one reason for three individual perspectives. Okay, I like it. The audience is different. And I'm appealing, okay. I'm appealing to everybody audience. It's one story to tell for many people to understand. So why not learn it in three different ways? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how many times you get to drop a mic. You're going to have to eventually pick it back up for us to be able to continue <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> um, all right. So, okay. Hard, hard to argue with anything that you're saying, but ultimately who, who is playing that? Who is playing Marcus Smith? Probably Chadwick. It's so funny because the last podcast I had uh, a former CFL Grey Cup champion, mm-hmm. Matt Black, mm-hmm. and I asked him a very similar question about a championship team. And sure enough, he had picked Chadwick Boseman to uh, to play him as well. And Chadwick, generational, generational actor. Absolutely. Looking at his roles, he didn't do a role just for the fun of it. Yep. He didn't do it just for the sake of doing it. He picked the most iconic characters from an entire generation mm-hmm. and multi-generations. You got yeah, James yeah. Brown, Jackie Robinson. You play the iconic Black Panther. Yep. Um, I know I'm missing. Um, I know I'm missing one. It was a period piece and I keep forgetting it every time. Um, it'll come back to me. Yeah, but, but Chadwick, Chadwick, Chadwick's a strong character. Chadwick, wow. you can't go wrong with that one. Now, my next question is going to be, flipping to the podcast okay so we have that motivated kid we have the lost and found podcast Mm -hmm. and you talked about you know when it all started is because you were lost Mm -hmm. and then you found yourself yep what is the inspiration for going from an instagram from a social media perspective from that platform Mm -hmm. to bringing your message on another medium mm-hmm. to try to engage other people. What was it in your mind that said, listen, this is going well, but I can do more and I want to reach the people, not just via post mm-hmm. or comment or DM. What made you think, okay, podcast is the next thing I want to elevate and take my game to. Sparking positive conversation. That's okay. that's definitely what I would say. Um, the one thing that Instagram is missing is positive conversation, a lengthy positive conversation, um, right. and also hearing it from multiple different perspectives. That's what I would definitely say 100%. I think that's the missing gap. So I filled it. I filled the missing gap, right? So, um, you know, the same way we're having this conversation here, it's like, okay, cool. Hey, we're, you know, we're really building something here. We are right. having a positive conversation. We are inspiring today. Right. That's what we said from the very beginning. That's what we set out to do. And that's exactly what we're doing. That's the same thing that happens with lost and found, right? It's, it's a means of putting, you know, it's in the actual title itself, lost and found. If you are lost, let's help yourself get found. Right. So, you know, all are no, sorry. It was not all are lost, but not all are lost, but all are found. Right. Something along those lines. I forget. I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, But yeah, regardless as it is, it's, it's, it's honestly a means of, coming together collectively and sparking positive conversation. Um, I mentioned it with mental health and I'm, I literally brought that with, you know, just the whole aspect of motivation and mental, or sorry, ma- of mindset. That's exactly what I wanted to do. I saw it. I saw a problem. I saw an area where I needed to plug and fix. That's exactly what I did. You have a lot of people telling and not a little, not a lot of people teaching. Right. There, there's a difference. There's a there's yeah. very much difference. There's a scroll, double tap, 
comment, but there's, there's not a scroll, double tap comment. Hey, DM what's going on. Can we talk yeah. about this some more? Right. Right. Yeah. So that's exactly what I look to do. Um, you know, just again, as I said from before, taking a step back, if things weren't working, you take a step back, you survey the land, you see, okay, cool. This is where I am. These are my strengths conversation and, and energy and positive, uh, positive message and positive energy overall as a whole. What can we do to take A and B and showcase exactly how far the distance is between both of them? Because a lot of people don't like to go here. It's a gray area. Yeah. 50 different shades of gray. And nobody <laughs> likes that. I'm being straight. Now, I'm being straight up honest. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I mean, you're, you're not wrong, right? People don't like to operate in the gray. They're afraid. It's, it's, it's not an easy thing. Um, what have you learned the most since embarking on this journey of the podcast? Because you've been doing Instagram for a while. It's on your website. It's your favorite platform to use. And so, see, I told you, see, I checked out your website. See, bringing it all back together. All right. All right. But the podcast thing is something that's new. It's something that you wanted to do and it's something that you've, you've enjoyed doing, but what is it that, you have learned the most since embarking on the lost and found podcast journey. Everybody has damn special stories, man. <laughs> no, seriously. It's true. Everybody's got everybody's story special. You can learn a lot from every story, literally, because it's something that you probably have never been in. You've never, you've never gone through. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's why it's called his story or her story. Right. In a way, right. It's, it's meant to be that in a, like specifically, for that reason, it's their story for them to tell, um, you know, for the people that I've already recorded and I have, you know, I'm going to be rolling them out. It's it's I've learned so much in regards to being a person, um, understanding, looking at things in a different scope, looking at things from a completely different viewpoint, because I look and see the challenges and the tribulations that people or individual people have been through. And while it may not be similar to me, it's it's an issue but they've taken the necessary steps in order to get themselves to where they currently are. And that right. in itself is a process and understanding, falling in love and seeing, okay, cool. How did they build that process to get themselves exactly to where they are now? That's amazing. That is special. And that deserves to be showcased. Um, Lost and found is amazing. Don't get it wrong. It's absolutely amazing, but it's, it's not mainly for me. It's right. It's not mainly for, you know, it's not mainly for the actual, like, you know, obviously the person that's being interviewed, it's for them to tell their story, but great. But it's, it's the listener to understand, right. you know, here, okay, cool. You have one and you have two. And it's like, this is how they made it work. Right. Maybe yeah. option one, it may not work. Option two may not work, but maybe if I take some up, some aspects from number one and number two, and I combine it, that could work. Right. right. So it's having the open mindset, pre presenting the, presenting the audience with, you know, the right material, um, and just the, have, providing the insight for them to actually get the process going, to start thinking, to start analyzing, taking step backs. I, I love to have people press the pause button. Hmm. What was that? Rewind. Play it again. If I did that, the podcast did its job because I got the gears right. moving. Right? So. Interesting. I, I mean, I've been, I've been a big fan. Uh, obviously, we've been chatting before you launched the podcast. And if there's anyone who is probably the biggest pain in your ass about when it was coming out, it was probably me. Yeah. Be because I, because you know, we talked about it. We talked about it. We talked yeah. about it. Yeah. And for me, 
like some other people who have started their podcast during this time, I have always been about getting content out there and not just content for the sake of content, but like good introspective, conversational, informative, educational content. And so my thing was get it out there because if I know that if I'm itching for it, I know other people are itching for it. I know other people want to hear your way of interviewing and getting the best out of his or her story mm-hmm. because it's been fun. It's informative. Absolutely. None of them are for any walks of my life yep. yet. I'm still tuned in waiting for the episode and I'm not going to lie. I'm trying my best to keep you on as tight of a timeline <laughs> as possible being like, Marcus, when is the next episode dropping? Actually, Marcus, yeah. what platform fact. is it going to be on? That's Marcus, <laughs> like what is going on here? Because it is great. And I've yeah. been a big fan. And yes, there are, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world who are like these inspirational, motivational mm-hmm. speakers. And there are people who, you know, look to athletes, people like, you know, LeBron James or, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Will Smith or or many of these other people for motivation, mm-hmm. inspiration. And for me, I look no further than someone who I can quickly pre- press a button and say, hey, Marcus, what's going on? Yep. Or like, comment, share, save, DM, Mm -hmm. hey, what's going on? How is this? Loved your message today. And the thing I love about you is sometimes that can be lost on Instagram is when you put up multiple posts or multiple stories and people reply to this one or people reply to this one or they answer a poll question or they answer something that you're asking for feedback for. Mm -hmm. It can easily be lost in the fray. Sure. But the one thing that you can go down on any one of your posts is that within a reasonable amount of time that allows you access to your Instagram, Mm -hmm. you respond to each and every person. And it's not just thank you. It's not just tell me more. It's a question or positive feedback and it's multiple responses. Yep. How do you stay on top of all of those things? How do you stay on top of each one of these messages and still find time in your day to work out, play sports, have a relationship, create your content, Mm -hmm. take dope ass photos all across the city of Toronto. Talk about that. Yep. Um, how, how, how do you find the time and energy to do all of those things? Man, there's a lot of people that are patient. <laughs> a lot of people that are patient. And they, I, I tell them, thank you so much. Um, you know, they're, the patience that they provide me with is absolutely amazing. They understand exactly how much this means to me. They understand exactly the passion that I have behind the dream. And one thing that I, you know, honestly, flat out mention is that I got a team. I got a team of people, um, a team of like-minded individuals. Um, we're currently not taking applications, sorry, um, <laughs> to anybody listening. But the team that I have right now is it's absolutely solid, and we're all driven to, you know, to create change. Um, whether it's me at the spearhead, I don't really, I don't see it that way. We right. all have our individual means of getting across our, you know, our messages. And we also, we all have speciality in individual areas. And I think that in itself is, you know, the team that I've built is, I can't be more proud. Um, I can't be more proud. I can't be more thankful, quote unquote, Thanksgiving um, for the team that I have, the, the, just the energy that they continue to, you know, push me with 
um, it's, it's, it's special, you know, my energy is special, but so is theirs. And altogether, collectively, it's just, it's, it's, it's a monster. And, you know, we're, we're pumping out great amount of content photographer, um, you know, my message, you know, as a person, um, the guys in the back end that are looking after, you know, the, the SEO and everything of that sort. Um, they're great. Absolutely amazing. And, you know, you have, you know, you have, you have the person that's, you have the rebound person. That's, you know, all the messages that you have, Hey, is this a good idea? Right. And that's, that's my girlfriend, Nikki. Like, it's just, it's amazing to hear, you know, the response that I get from her in regards to, you know, Hey, this is the message that I have. And within 30 seconds, a minute, it's like, KK, one second reading it. Right? right. So to have that, you know, as my support system, I think that's just, it's amazing. It, it literally, it feels me to be, you know, my, the best version of myself because no matter what as it is through all walks of life, they're taking the next step with me, not behind me with me. So a big difference, but uh, it's amazing. Now, eventually one day I want to ask Nikki this herself, but for now I will allow you to speak for her. Obviously, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And your time has to be shared in all of these different endeavors. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not just one thing. It's a multitude of things. Yep. What do you think someone like Nikki, what is the biggest uh, biggest trait? What is the best part, I guess, of dating or being with sorry not dating being with (laughs) that motivated kid from her perspective what do you think that is what do you think she needs the most in order to understand to you know this is what i'm getting how do i deal with this guy wow (laughs) (laughs) wow um... i told you i'll ask her eventually we'll we'll figure a way to get her response to this but for now i want you to speak on what you think it is and then and then we'll ask her eventually and, and see if her answer is the same. Okay. I would definitely have to say the fact that, you know, just the energy that I have, um, it's a lot. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's a lot. Um, okay. There's, there's just, there's so much focus. There's so much application and consistency behind, you know, the means of the dream, just pushing forward, driving, um, making sure that you know, no matter what I'm taking positive steps forward and just, you know, just the, the assertiveness that I have in terms of building something that I'm truly passionate for. I think that in itself is a skill. That's amazing because I can be a, I, Hey, I can be a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of positive energy. There's a lot of positive energy here. And, and to manage that, to understand it, I would say is probably the biggest understanding exactly how right. I showcase it in my own individual ways. And how I aim to actually, you know, just, you know, not only empower myself on a regular basis, but empower her to be her best self. I think that in itself is, um, you know, just that's the trade-off that we have. It's, you know, we literally rub off on each other. It's absolutely amazing. There's like, you know, there's a mutual understanding between the two of us, highly driven, highly driven, but it's a means of, you know, the, using the energy to a positive benefit. That's what I would definitely say for sure. Interesting. All right. We'll have to check in with Nikki and see what she, what she says. If she, if, if that is the correct answer, All right, that's cool. Now, I do want to get into something that's been bothering me for quite some time because you are an avid poster of your support for Arsenal. God. 
And I'm just looking right now, and you know, it's hard for me because you know your team is ahead of mine right now. I'm I'm a Chelsea Chelsea fan through and through, and we've had some tough years as as has Arsenal. Yep. But I want to know what is it about Arsenal? What is it about that team, the Gunners, that have your support? What is it you love about them? Why is it that you bleed Arsenal? The cannon only shoots forward. And that's, okay. the only, that's the only direction I'm going to be heading. No, I'm totally kidding. That was motivation. <laughs> <laughs> that was motivation. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, oh, man. I would definitely have to say Thierry Henry for sure, 100%. Um, just yeah. the way that he played the game. It's it's so graceful. It's so It's so passionate. And I think that's one of the big things that you had with the Invincibles um, when they w- went undefeated for one whole season. Yeah. The means of, you know, just instilling fear before you even walk on the field. Walking onto Highbury, that tight tunnel. There's, a, yeah. there's a, actually, there's an iconic photo of Henri leading out in, I think it was one of his last games at Highbury. Iconic versus Man United. Tight tunnel. You're almost touching shoulders. And they said, some of the United players said they just felt fear being in that tight tunnel, the atmosphere of Highbury, and just knowing that, you know, hey, they may not be the best skilled team, but they're going to outwork you. And that in itself, yeah. you know, that I can attribute myself directly to that because, you know, the work that they continue to put in, the work that, you know, professional athletes overall put in, it's it's just, um, it's amazing. And, you know, just as big as that club is right now, it's just, you know, again, you go through rough times, but hey, Things are starting to look up. You create change and you make changes. That's the most important thing. You have to be able to envision change. Uh, new manager, Mikel Arteta, right? New yep. style, added philosophy, players buying in, believing in his philosophy, understanding more, team morale more so, investing time, <laughs> right? That's yep. um, definitely some of the biggest. So what, what we're seeing is the fruitation of a well-thought-out process. Right. Yeah, it's I mean it's hard. It's hard to follow in the steps of Wenger, right? Arsene Wenger created he was the face of Arsenal. Yeah. For lack of for, yeah. for, for I mean you have your Henri's and you have all of the amazing players that come through, but Arsene Wenger was the face. And it got a little dicey afterwards and there was a little bit of uncertainty, but what do you expect? You can't just continue to build off of something that this man had created yep. over sure. years sure. and years of hard work and perseverance. And now you're starting to see, you know, Liverpool is really sort of just like they took the world by storm last year and yeah. just had one of the most iconic and, and, and greatest soccer seasons. The trophy's and I got our trophy's not gold. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I'm not a Liverpool fan, so I was happy when when you know the clock struck twelve and they turned back into not so much yeah. a pumpkin, but they just they, they didn't leave with what they thought that they were all gonna leave with. Fair, fair. And so, you know, Chelsea's the same way. Chelsea has had success, but a little bit different. Chelsea has seen success in spurts. Yes. Where, you know, they had tons of su- success under Mourinho, as crazy of a man as he was. Mm-hmm. He was calculated in everything that he did. Yep. They st- they're trying under Frank. Trying. You know, I love myself some Lamport, yeah. Lampard, but you know, they're trying and it's interesting. I love soccer. Soccer is one of my, my biggest passions. Mm. I, I used to play soccer back in the day. I used oh. to play for Northern back in the day. 
<laughs> we made offsa like whatever it's fine um but you know it's it, again it goes back to soccer was probably the sport that taught me the most mm -hmm. about anything i loved tennis because it was my best versus your best nice and we're just going to yep. test ourselves against each other nice I like but that. i loved i loved soccer because it was a community it was someone is going to need support at some point and it's your job to be there to support them I like that. I'm That's not. just the way it is, right? And that, like I said, taught me probably the most about life because there are going to be people who need a little bit of help. There are going to be friends, family, people that are close to you, or maybe a complete stranger. Yeah. Like in your case, <laughs> you have complete strangers who are looking to you for yeah. motivation and help and counting on you to be there for them. And like, you know, the number 10 on any soccer team, mm -hmm. you are going to be there. That's it. You're you passing have to move that's it. Yep. But you're always the focal point. Yep. Whether you're helping or redirecting for them to find the help if you're not able to or better suited to pass it along to somebody on your team, that is what you do. Now, I have to say, get rid of Arsenal. <laughs> if Marcus, I'm that's not a bad thing. Yeah. If Marcus Smith got to play on any soccer team, football team anywhere in the world outside of England, you can't play in the Premiership. Boy. What team would you like to play for? And what coach would you like to play under? Okay, so okay, so team defined within team. Are we talking like stadium, club culture? I'm talking any team. Your team, you can pick any team, any era, any whatever. You just gotta pick you gotta pick a club for me. Pick one club. Anywhere in any league around the world that you would want to play for, you want to wear the colors of, and what coach you would like to play under. I would. And it could be from any era. Okay, I would. I would definitely, in terms of like fiery, passionate energy, I definitely have to go with something completely abstract. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna have to go with Partizan Belgrade. In Serbia, Bosnia. Really? Okay, that's off the board. I like it's, it. It's literally strictly because of the fire atmosphere. It's literally, they call it hell on earth because right. it's such a passionate atmosphere and it's so electrically, or it's energy charged in terms of, you know, the atmosphere that you play in. I think, you know, personally speaking, I played in some some big games, nothing crazy big, but like yeah. that atmosphere, that rush as a, as a pro athlete, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. I'm not a pro athlete, but just I can imagine, like right. fifty-five thousand people, sixty thousand people chanting all game, all day. It's just, it's it's amazing. And if you have not looked at, let's say, a partisan Belgrade and a Red Star Belgrade derby, watch it, <laughs> watch it, timestamp whatever this number is right here. <laughs> Press pause. I'll give you thirty like. Two seconds, press pause, come back, and then you'll understand exactly what I mean. In terms of coach, ooh, um, I'd probably have to go with Fergie. I would have to. Ah, uh, wow. I feel like that's almost blasphemous as an Arsenal fan to be able to pick someone like Sir Alice Ferguson. I mean, yes, but also not soccer aside as a person. Right. That is the reason why I would do it because the sense of belief that he instilled in a lot of people, it's, it's second to none. And that showcase, it literally, well, what's his name? 
it's Sir Alex Ferguson. So you know what I mean? Like the Sir kind of just yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, respect. So um, well respected. It's just a means of like him being the person that he is and just literally empowering a lot of people to create change and a lot of people to be their best. I think. So if I were to actually think about, hey, football manager, Marcus Smith, who I am now, and Alex Ferguson, they kind of they kind of go they kind of go together. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I got to ask you one last question before I get you out of here. Yep. Okay. We're going back to the podcast. Ready. Now, you have an opportunity to have any person <laughs> at your disposal for a 90-minute podcast. Ooh. Anyone in the world, any era could be gone, can be here, doesn't matter. Who is that person? Nelson Mandela. Yeah. I knew I knew asking you this question yeah. was going to bring up somebody that was passionate and thoughtful yeah. and not like a Dwayne the Rock Johnson type figure, yeah. which I mean, wouldn't have been a bad answer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear but, but Nelson Mandela, explain that one to me. He saw the light in the darkest of places. And if you, if he could, so could you. And that, that in itself is just, if you don't know the story, I'm sure many of you know the story. He saw the light the smallest, the tiniest of light in the darkest places. And, you know, just the way that he forgave and the way that he carried himself and, you know, shared his message to the masses. It's, it's inspirational. And he is Nelson Mandela for the reason of being Nelson Mandela, because it was, it was not even counterintuitive. It was, it made no sense, but he made sense of it. Right. <laughs> you know, you understand what I'm saying? He had every reason to be like, okay, cool. Hey, you know what? Blind eye check you later yeah but he was like no 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 come come let's talk right so again going back full circle into positive conversation he sparked positive conversation with the issue he saw fitting with the world and he didn't hesitate to stop doing it because he was opposed not to so with all the odds against him he still made it happen so that in itself is a testament to exactly who he is the legacy he continues, or the legacy that he continues to continues started to be shared, and just the inspiration, like worldwide, let alone in Africa, that he's created. Because if you don't know Nelson Mandela and his story, you don't know his story. <laughs> just <'cause laughs> you just don't know. Get to learn. If you don't, don't know. If you, if you don't, if you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. There's levels to that, and there's, there's a yeah. lot. <laughs> there's <laughs> lots. Well, Marcus, listen, man, this has been a lot of fun. This has gone a lot. It was a lot more fun than, than I anticipated. I thought it would be fun, but this was this was good. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate for, for Nikki sparing you the time to be able to do this as well. Yeah. Big shout out to her. Yeah. We're going to find out if it is the energy. <laughs> we will find out right. if, if it is the energy. All right. Uh, where can people find you uh, on social media and when can we expect the next episode of the podcast to drop? All right. So on the record, it's going to be happening very soon. Okay. Um, in terms of the lost and found episode, if you guys do want to find me, you guys can find me on Instagram, that motivated kid, that motivated That's my website. You guys can go check that out. Let me know exactly how you guys feel about it. Um, also, too, don't be afraid to just reach out to me as well. MS at thatmotivatedkid.com. 
I'm always open to conversation. I'm always open to, you know, inspiring change in your life today. That's exactly what it is. I am the positive energy and I want to help you. Lastly, I am also now on TikTok. So a lot of you guys that want to see your quick and easy motivation, that's exactly what I'm doing. Change is good. Being uncomfortable is the task. And that is exactly what I'm doing. Trying something new, growing, and guess what? So can you. I love it. I absolutely love it. And hopefully maybe one day, you know, we hit certain goals and we'll see like a dancing viral video oh, no. of that motivated kid on TikTok. You heard it here first. We're going to make it happen somehow, some way. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. For my guest, Marcus Smith, a.k.a. That Motivated Kid, I am your host, Julie Ortiz of The Big O Podcast. Thank you for watching and listening. Good night, everybody. <laughs>